What's good? What's good? Welcome to another episode of Team Talk London podcast. Um, my name's Simi. For the people that don't know me, um, I'm one of the members of the, of the actual podcast. I've been appearing every week. Um, today we're doing things a little bit different, more of a solo um, recording today. Um, reason being is because we have a, a little series that we've started to do called the In-Depth Series, where essentially we talk about um, different topics regarding football, whether that be player roles, tactics or problems or going on, going on in football today. If you recall back to episode two, for the people that haven't watched it, um, episode two was the first in the In-Depth Series called the Team Talk um, Deep Line Playmaker podcast. So for the people that haven't watched that, have a look through episode two and it should be there. But uh, today's episode is essentially going to be about the sweeper keeper and its evolution and then, and its rise in the 21st century football. All right. So what's a, what's a sweeper keeper? Well, well, we already know what a goalkeeper is, you know, but a uh, sweeper keeper is slightly different to your standard goalkeeper. Um, the sweeper keeper right now in, in 21st century football is, is becoming increasingly important for a lot of teams, especially that employ possession-based game. And sweeper keepers have the ability to essentially sweep. You know, they sweep up um, counter-attacks um, on the offside traps from opposing opposing forwards. They, they're very adept at rushing out. They're very adept at controlling the space behind the defensive line and they're also they're also predominantly quick as well to be fair um typical traits that they have are composure adept with both feet excellent tactical and technical understanding of the game reading of the game is very top notch as well um ball control is essentially key as well especially when you're distributing because they also act as outlets in terms of possession and recycling play and and build up good examples of um of uh, sweep sweeper keepers are essentially Manonoya of Bayern Munich Edison of Man City Allison which is now of Liverpool and Ter Stegen of Barcelona now there's plenty others but these are the, these four are in my opinion the most popular ones essentially and they've literally made the goalkeeping role very very unique now because what's happened now is most goalkeepers are now required to have more to their game than just being the shot stopper being the commander in the box from set pieces and being the leader at the back a lot more comes into play now and this is not just something that came about now um, there's there's a historical aspect in terms of the evolution of the actual goalkeeper essentially. So during the late hundred, late in, oh, sorry about that. During the late eighteen hundreds, um, what actually te- what actually happened at the beginning was um the rules were slightly different in the sense where um goalkeepers were literally allowed to handle the ball in their own half. So you'd have goalkeepers that are able to actually just carry the ball, bounce it around, um, within their own half. And also the offside rule didn't exist then. It wasn't until there was a change in the rules sometime during the 20th century which birthed the offside trap and cancelled that rule of goalkeepers handling the ball in their own half. This made uh, essentially offside traps a a very, very dangerous thing for a lot of defensive lines. So it put a lot of pressure on goalkeepers to really, you know, have be on their toes and be able to register those... um, those offside traps that's just been beaten essentially 
Um, one of the first iterations of the of the sweeper keeper was a person named Levi Ashin. This is a 1963 Ballon d'Or winner. Um, he was one of the sweep first sweeper keepers to have literally ever been birthed. Essentially, um, he was part of the Russian team that competed in three World Cups, I believe, and he got player of the tournament, well, goalkeeper of the tournament in one of them, and which essentially led to him receiving the Ballon d'Or. He was one of the very first sweeper keepers that existed, and on top of that as well, um, if we fast forward into the twenty first century. Um, we also have coaches like Pep Guardiola and Johan Cruyff who've actually implemented a style of football called, well, quote-unquote called tiki-taka or total football as well, if you will, which essentially means every player needs to be able to be adept at doing plenty of different tasks and roles within a certain game situation, which essentially birthed the creation of goalkeepers being able to do a lot more rather than just being this, the usual one-on-one keepers who are able to shot-stop, handle the box very well and command it. You have to be very adept on their feet. And with the two managers that I've just mentioned, Guardiola and Cruyff, um, it placed so much emphasis in terms of build-up um, you know, from the back, essentially. So if we give examples as well from Guardiola's time at Bayern Munich, you can obviously see how... A lot of uh, pressure was placed on Manuel Neuer. Obviously, he handled the pressure very well, considering he's a world-class keeper. Um, A lot of pressure was put on him to actually build from the back, being an outlet for possession, recycling uh, possession as well. And we also have the example as well for Guardiola's time at Barcelona, 2010 to about 2013, I believe. Oh, sorry, 2008 to 2013 where we had Victor Valdez being the sweeper-keeper. And another example is Edison right now at Man City being the um, designated sweeper-keeper for Man City. Now, is there a pro or con to having a sweeper-keeper? Yes, there is. Um, There's no right or wrong for having a sweeper-keeper. It's more of just what you want for your team. How do you want to build from the back? How do you want to employ your defensive line? Do you want it high or low? If you have it lie high, then super keeper will be easily employed, being able to sweep up moves, and also um, remove the pressure a little bit off your defensive line. If you play a deep defensive line, the need for a super keeper isn't very needed. To be fair, the best teams in world football right now employ a very high line, which in turn would need a super keeper for the job to essentially sweep up the moves. So, in summary, that's everything that we um, I know, essentially, about the Superkeeper. Um, f- again, f- uh, find us on Twitter, Team Talk London. Uh, my name's Simi. If you want to find me on my socials, it's uh, Simi underscore Arems. Um, keep posted because um, we're going to be rolling out a lot of episodes in the coming weeks. Premier League starting very soon. So, uh, yeah, thank you for, for listening. Peace.